Premier David Eby now says he is very troubled by word of Chinese meddling in Vancouver's city election last fall. He is asking for a full and thorough investigation into the report in the Globe and Mail that the Chinese consulate did indeed get involved. Those are the allegations. A CSIS document does not name the consulate's favourite mayor or council members, although it did want Kennedy Stewart to lose. Yesterday, here's what Ken Sim, now mayor, said, and he really pulled no punches when he made these comments. We absolutely worked our butts off. We worked for four years. We had 19 candidates. We knocked on, what was it, 74,438 doors. If there is proof of this, I'd be as mad as hell as everyone else. But right now, there are a bunch of insinuations, and it's actually quite hurtful. You know, in any other industry, if you were to make insinuations without backing it up, that would be very problematic. Okay, a bunch of insinuations, very hurtful. A couple of the ways that this is framed coming from Ken Sim. Well, the incumbent mayor uh, did not win, uh, did not even come close. Kennedy Stewart joins us uh, this afternoon. Uh, first, good afternoon, and thank you so much for spending time on a Friday and a St. Patrick's Day, Kennedy. Yeah, hi, nice to be here. A happy St. Patrick's Day to you and your listeners. Well, thank you so much, and on behalf of the listeners, to you too. Um, <laughs> now, there's so much to unpack with this, but uh, when we get into some of the talk, the words that concern me are these words of insinuation and um, and allegations, I guess. Where do you stand right now today on a Friday afternoon after a day and a half later after we got word on this angle and the whole Chinese uh, meddling uh, uh, thing that continues on all levels of government from municipal right up to uh, federal? Yeah, thanks for the question. So, I mean, I I don't really have a stand. My role in the last uh, couple of days is just to factually uh, talk about what I know about the situation. Um, I know in 2020, last, uh, 2022, last year, uh, CSIS contacted me uh, as when I was mayor, asked me to have a meeting, uh, which I thought was highly unusual. I had served as a member of parliament for seven years, and I'd never heard of a mayor being briefed by CSIS. They came to my office, uh, two officers. I asked to see their badges. They showed them to me. They were CSIS. One was a senior-level CSIS officer. The other was a China desk specialist. Um, my chief uh, staff and I had about a two-hour meeting where they informed us about, um, you know, what foreign interference in, in local politics and elections could look like. And uh, then they started to ask me many questions about various events that happen around the city, mostly concerning the local consul general who was uh, from China, who was openly attacking me in the media. I mean, I talked about it on your channel before um, for, for a variety of reasons. Uh, one was because I support uh, Taiwan as a democracy. So um, so uh, I told CSIS that during the meeting that this, this meeting that we had with them would be public because my calendar is public, all mayors calendars are public and I said what did they want me to say to the you know when people ask me why am I meeting with CSIS they didn't have a response so CSIS doesn't really answer questions when you're talking with them um, but I asked them well why were they meeting with me and they said they had done um, many reports many briefings that they'd sent up the chain about uh, 
Chinese interference, Chinese state interference in Vancouver politics that were not being listened to. So uh, they were coming to me because because uh, I I have no authority to do anything, but I I do believe that they wanted this to be to have some kind of public profile. So that that's the first um, incident which I <clears throat> have talked about at length. The second though was when the Globe and Mail um, editor in chief uh, contacted me about three weeks ago, saying that he had the the CSIS documents um, that contained a lot of information about the Vancouver election. He wanted to talk to me about that. I did talk to him about it uh, off the record first. Um, but uh, when the story came out, uh, I commented factually on what I knew and uh, have been doing so ever since. So um, I guess most concerning to me in the CSIS documentation, I didn't see it, but I was told by Global, Report, Global Mail reporters that there were uh, recordings of that had been transcribed of conversations between the consul general and local elected officials regarding um, uh, the Chinese uh, consul general and uh, perhaps other officials being involved in the uh, local election here. When you get this sort of information and after you've gone through the past uh, interview yourself with CSIS, and the Globe and Mail coming forward with the document and bouncing some of the findings off of you. What do you start to piece together? Did you come to any conclusions yourself or any uh, hypotheses that you may not have had before? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've been around politics for a long time. There's always been rumors of of interference from, uh, you know, outside the country, whether it's American or whether it's Chinese. Um, but this is the first time I'd ever, I mean, essentially what they were saying was um, CSIS had wiretap conversations of which the Globe and Mail had uh, seen the transcripts for. Uh, they paraphrased these to me. I don't, I've never saw the doc, original document, so I don't know if that's true or not. That's up to the Globe and Mail. I, I see that, I just see now that their whistleblower has come forward uh, and discussing why they, the CSIS uh, employees leaked this information and blew the whistle. Um, so, uh, you know, I feel like I have an obligation as, as someone who was mayor and led the city, but also as a political scientist who's, you know, defended democracy for 25 years to at least say factually what I know and then um, let those who are now in authority to uh, to do with that what they will. Now, you're with the Center for Public Policy Research at SFU and very happy and uh, and solidly into that role now. But that was uh, Plan B. Plan A was to continue on as mayor of Vancouver. Do you think that Plan A could have been thwarted by what you now suspect happened or may not suspect for that matter? I mean, I, I, I agree with Ken Sam that it was a large margin of victory. Like it, you know, so uh, I don't, I don't think that uh, I lost the election because of this type of interference, but I actually, but I also think that doesn't matter. Um, what I think matters is that if our elections are compromised, whether whether they result in a in a in a victory or not, I think that's extremely concerning. And now that this is out and been talked about for weeks, and we have a special rapporteur, if we don't do anything, then what it says to those who would interfere in our democracy, like the Chinese state. Uh, game on. Canada's asleep at the switch. They're not doing anything. They don't care about this stuff. So 
increase your activities. That's what I would worry about if there isn't any, at least some kind of investigation, if not action. If what is described as innuendo turns out, in fact, to be fact, or sure looks very close to fact, what do you think should happen? Do you think, would you go as far as to say possibly the uh, consul office in Vancouver should, should be shut down? Well, you know, I don't know about the election stuff. Like I, I, have, I have been paraphrased information from CSIS documents. But what I do know is that the consul general who is now gone was openly uh, in media, in meetings, in public meetings, openly uh, basically disparaging the Canadian government, uh, especially through the Huawei crisis and the hostage, you know, when the two Michaels were taken hostage. She was uh, openly attacking me, openly attacking the prime minister, openly attacking the government. And that is way off base for a diplomat. She should have been expelled a long time ago. And I don't understand why she wasn't. Um, and, you know, I'd been in rooms where the consul general had made speeches to a large group of, say, a thousand folks. Uh, there were MLAs and police officers, uh, police executives sitting in the room and nobody batted an eye. And I think if this had happened in the United States or in the United Kingdom, um, that person would have been expelled. And it's like, it's just, a, it's lazy. And I think maybe we're just a little bit naive. Lazy as, by whom? Politicians not calling it out or perhaps the media or both? No, I think it's the folks that are supposed to protect us from state interference, from foreign state interference. Uh, and if CSIS, as they were saying, CSIS officials were running these reports up the chain and nothing was happening, then there's some kind of disconnect uh, up at the higher levels. Um, but you can imagine if, if this was, um, instead of a Globe Mail headline, if it was a New York Times headline saying the Chinese state had interfered in the New York City elections, uh, you can believe that the FBI, uh, State Department, Justice Department in the U.S., the congressional committees would be all over this. But for some reason, we don't think this is serious enough, despite our own intelligence agency providing you know, piles of documentation for years that this has been occurring. Kennedy Stewart, thank you so much. And it's going to be a story that we're going to have to follow up and watch very closely because developments will be coming out of this. Thanks for spending time with us this afternoon. Thank you.